What's up, fellow teens? Welcome to Jurgen It, the Secret Life podcast about Brenda Hampton, and that's it. I'm number one Doonesbury fanboy, Sam Canning. And I'm Jordan Canning, the most irresponsible, fertile person you've ever met. Ugh. You might have noticed we're back to our old theme song. I felt like the last one was just too low energy and it was hard to really get into stuff, so that's that. Sorry. It's a anyway, funny joke. I, I did, I did like it. It is good. Rest in peace, censored Cole. Yeah, it wasn't really working. Anyway. So we're talking about Season 2, Episode 5, Born Free, Title Watch. What do you think? Bad? No. Nothing? It isn't. No. Why? <laughs> Why was it called that? I because, literally... there was Because John was born and Amy wants to be free. That's probably something along the lines of what they're thinking, but I don't care. So, uh, yeah, I mean, where do we it, begin? I, it, it, I think that I think that the idea is that in Amy's mind, no, I don't know, I got nothing. Did you <laughs> like it? No, me either. I hated it. Where do we start? Where, where do we... So we start. Uh, we start in the Jurgens, uh, the the original Jurgens house, not the new one, where uh, Amy is Jurgens house prime Jurgens house alpha. Yeah, Amy's Amy's studying Italian and Ashley That's walks funny. in on her. Why is she doing that? And it's playing it's playing it's playing music like it's supposed to be funny that we're supposed to be like, haha, how embarrassing for Amy. I was just like, why is Amy practicing Italian? She's not going to Italy. She thinks she is, but Yeah, she's she wasn't laundry doing anything embarrassing. Why is Ashley making a face like <laughs> the, the Italian you. phrase that she's saying is like, I'm Amy and I have a big smelly butt, and it was a very funny joke. Ashley. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, she was that's what Mikiamo Amy Jurgens means. Can I say, okay, Ashley in this episode? I don't want to say she it. Was okay. I don't want to say it, but yes, in terms of Ashley episodes, she was fine. She was she did generally the thing that in- she's inoffensive. The one thing that she's best at, which is calling out Amy. She called out Amy a whole lot, and then she offered to like be there for Amy later, which is good. Uh, well, it's yeah, not good we'll anymore, but. We'll get you know. there, we'll get there. Okay, so Amy's folding laundry in the kitchen where you fold laundry. Uh, yeah, and, and Ashley, Ashley tells her, you know you're not you know you're not going to Italy, right? Thank you, Ashley. Ashley says, though, okay, Ashley did say some of her worst lines in the world in this episode, so I'm gonna have to take some points Oh, that's off. true. She says, uh, Amy, you have to face the facts. Young men of a certain age do not go to Bologna with a celibate girlfriend and a baby in tow. Yeah, and she also says, just let the guy sow his wild oats. So she is Is telling- that a cum joke? Huh? No. <laughs> okay. Do you have you not heard that phrase? No. It literally when you say you're sowing your wild oats, it literally means that you're like not being tied down. That you're oh. just like going around and fucking ladies. I thought okay, okay, that's not as bad as I thought it was, but it's it still pretty bad. bad. Though, to say it's to very her. bad. She, uh, she says to Amy that uh, yeah, a- Amy still thinks that she's going to Italy with Ben, which was really never on the table. Did you like the part where, cause this is how, this is the, this is how good writing works is Amy uses the phrase exposed to other cultures four times. Oh, fuck that. Oh, I want John to God. be exposed to other cultures. When we were kids, we she, were never exposed to other cultures and it's good for kids to be exposed to other cultures. So if I, if I take John to Italy, then he'll be exposed to other cultures. He's an infant, Amy. 
Yeah. What do you think is gonna happen? She says she wants him to be a citizen of the world. Amy is really pretending that there's anything that John could possibly get out of going to Italy, other than being stuck on a plane for, like, 14 hours and, and then hating stuck it. in a hotel for two months and hating it. Yeah. Uh, so then I, Ashley- I do love how literally all of this Bologna stuff, like, immediately before any of it started, when Ben talked to Leo, Amy was saying, I'm not taking John to a restaurant until oh, yeah, he's three the months fun, old. The beautiful irony of this whole situation uh well yeah, it's was that ironic. on purpose do you think uh, no uh ashley that ashley ashley's like oh we're not we don't get exposed to other cultures besides that misguided trip to the grand canyon i can't wait to, for that one to come up in the diary oh god it i guess it might the yeah Twilight that's the thing about the di- the thing about the diary is that it's weirdly perceptive and brings up things you'd never think yeah, so if you want to if you want to get the the real secret life experience, uh, patreon.com slash jurgenit, uh, and you can hear our readings of Ashley's secret diary. It's arguable as to whether or not the diary is, is sloat canon, but it is absolutely jurgenit canon. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so so uh, a- a- Ashley then says that she Amy can't interrupt Ben's journey to manhood. Stop, Ashley, please stop. Oh, this is this. Is oh, and then Ashley... Amy invites Ashley on the trip, which is great. Oh, did she? I don't remember that. But yeah, then, yeah then, uh, she says you can come. Ashley, uh, Ashley tells Amy that Anne got engaged, even though she didn't. Oh, and Amy hates it. Yeah, Amy doesn't like it. And then Anne comes in and she's like, Mom, is this true? And she goes, uh, I'm thinking about it. Anne, Anne has Anne has eggs on don't the brain. Don't do that. Anne has eggs on the brain today. Yeah, they talk about eggs. I just wrote in my notes, eggs, 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 a- eggs, Anne eggs, is like, who gives a fuck? Anne is like, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it once I have my eggs, Amy. No, I'm not going to go to work until I get my eggs. Yes, Anne, I know you have eggs. That's why you're pregnant. She talks about eggs like Amy talks about being exposed to other cultures. You haven't gone to you haven't gone through menopause yet, Anne. I get it. I get it. It's, it's all a metaphor. Then then, uh, then Anne or Amy Amy says uh, that she's going to take John to Italy to get out of the way of Anne and David. Uh, <laughs> and she and she specifically says, "I have to do what I have to do." Look at mom. Look, mom. I, it's a burden on me, and I hate to. Do, I hate it, but I'm gonna have to take my baby. I gotta. And actually, I gotta. Sorry. you know what? I'm going to sacrifice something for myself. I, I, I you know, I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna let you take care of john i know you've always wanted to take care of my baby for two months and i it's, i'm Look, just I'll that take nice this, of a guy i'll take this bologna bullet i'll go to italy and leave i'll, I'll john, do this for you mom john and really then, wanted to go but i know he can't sit on the plane that long and Anne is like no amy you have to stay here and work and take care of your son and, and she amy hates says it. i don't have to <laughs> that's like the amy jurgens catchphrase yeah take and care of amy my son leaves. who Amy leaves and Anne sees like the frying pan that Amy just put directly on the kitchen table. Oh, it's table, the grossest it's, thing you've ever seen. It's got the eggs that Amy. I'm so, like the eggs are like shriveled. Black, I thought it was bread for a little second, for a, just a are, little bit. They really want me to believe that Amy was eating that shit. No, I can't suspend my disbelief. Hey, well, she for those made eggs. she made herself good eggs, and then she was like, "Fuck, my mom got engaged. I hate her. I'm gonna make her bad eggs." She took, like, the little scrapings of eggs that were left in the frying pan, and she just put them back on heat she for glued, 45 minutes. She glued them together. Yeah. Mom, anyway. So, so George sent Ashley over to Jurgen's House Alpha from Jurgen's House Prime to, uh... Oh, yeah, okay. To do so some that's, co- that's, to, yeah. that's why Ashley thought that Anne had gotten engaged, because George saw David put the ring on her finger, No, apparently. that did not happen! 
Well, I mean, we cut to, we faded to black. That might have happened after. But what's weird is that later in the episode, David's like, you gotta put the ring on your finger. That's all it, that's he all might, it takes. I mean, I can believe the fucking weirdo that David is. I can believe that he put it on and she took it back off well, afterwards. When they, made, when they made love, when he was nope. so handy with the condom. No. Nope. No. He very nope. discreetly. Oh, 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 yes. oh, oh. David is so handy with a condom. But he put it on her hand. But, but, we get confirmation in this episode that Ben's condoms, a lot of them are expired or discontinued. And he never changed them. So it's very possible. He he kept because he had he had that drawer full of condoms. Yeah, what is he gonna and throw you don't, them all out? And you know Ben is practicing that on the rag. Well, yeah, but that's why he's so handy. My point them. is, those are the same condoms that David then later used. So it actually is possible that David. Wait, why would David be talking about how handy with the condom he is if he knows he's completely infertile? This is a different episode we're talking about now. I guess there's other reasons that you would use a condom. Anyway. George is still acting like he didn't already tell Ashley that he didn't get the Okay, I rolled back. I, I actually, I, I do have to clarify. Right before the episode, I went to, I think it was episode two, where this conversation happens. Uh-huh. And what happens exactly is Ashley says, you got the vasectomy, right? And then George, like, makes a face. And I know like, that he doesn't. I yeah, know he, that does, he doesn't specifically he, say that he, he doesn't didn't, say but it, but but it is a it is a clear it is clear to Ashley the perceptive brain genius that she is who has the script that he right didn't so is she just playing along with their game? Like I don't she's just know. Pretending? I really don't know because he didn't he didn't even deny he didn't yeah, even say he didn't like say of course no. I got it he, he just like, made a face. Uh yeah, like he's, then, like he's under oath or something. George, uh, so yes, then for some reason, Ashley is like, so George, do you want to go to Bologna with Amy and John and Ben? Which, yeah, the a thing you can do. The more the merrier. And, uh, no. yeah, then, then <laughs> I'm not she gonna says skip something. past that. No, and then she says so ben, something like. No, Ben is going to work in Bologna for the summer. His dad invited yeah, him. That's fine. And then for some reason, Amy decided she could go and take her baby. And now Ashley and George are going? I mean, Ashley knows that it's not happening. I don't think they're, she was they're being going serious. because George is like trying to run away from his David problems. And he's got uh, he's got David. He's got the dog. He's just got all these stresses in his life. Ashley said she gets they could summer in Bologna, and he says, "Don't use <laughs> oh, yeah. summer as a verb." What are you a funny? George gay? hated that. I thought that was kind of funny. And no, okay, he didn't he didn't say anything about <laughs> funny gay. But um, anyway. Uh, Ashley says something about, like, I know what people do in Bologna, so that's still going. And then George says, Oh my her, god. Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Ashley says, There are other things to do in Italy besides sex things. A lot of Vespas over there. And then George says, Everyone riding a Vespa over there just had sex or is going to have sex. That's why they drive so crazy, he says. I, I love, though, how Ashley is at a loss for anything to do in Italy besides get dope. There's nothing to do in Italy. There's nothing, nothing to do there. What, are you going to go to the university? Name one or? thing in Italy. Uh, oral. And then and then George, George says, what about the dog? Which doesn't exist, and I don't... I also really liked the line that George had... This was the first of many lines in this episode that made me feel like I was actually, like, losing my mind. Oh, yes. This which was... was, George says, the dollar isn't worth a peso in Europe. Hmm? What does that mean? Mm, I don't know. Literally, what does that mean? You know, well, well, it is an objective truth. I mean, 
<laughs> George that's, is one technically of, correct. That's one of the dumbest things they've said on this entire show. That is a high bar you're setting right there. No, it's not. Okay. Are it's you a sure? very low bar. All right, so... Uh, everything is the dumbest. But the dollar isn't worth... What does that mean? Anyway, uh, yeah, so did the George- you notice, by the way... Uh, the credits listed Jennifer Coolidge, who plays Betty, and Josie Bissett, who plays Kathleen, as special guest stars. Is that is that new? I don't think it's done that before. Yeah, I think that's new. They decided. It's in their contract. Hmm. They're special oh, guests all I, the time. I can mention here, by the way, I watched an old, like, before the show came out, like, promo for the oh, show. Oh, this is really great. And it was really weird because it... It didn't, like, mention the names of any of the, like, teen actors, which I guess makes sense, because yeah, nobody yeah. knows who any of them are at that it point. Was, it was saying but, the actors are from things that people know. Like, right, but yeah. it was, it was like, starring Molly Ringwald, Josie Bissett, and John Schneider, who plays, uh, Marshall. Marshall played, rather, but... Yeah, I just, I can't imagine the idea of, like, ooh, Secret Life of the American Teenager, all of my favorite adult TV stars. Yay. Yeah, I love John Schneider. I can't wait to, I can't wait to see what Molly Ringwald is I can't doing in her th- career now. Poor Molly Ringwald. She doesn't deserve this. Yeah. We're at Ben Boykovich's, uh Bologna b- bedroom. bedroom, and uh, he's practicing getting a blowjob. He's trying to give mm-hmm. himself a blowjob like he always does, yeah. but... Yeah. But he can't do it. And Betty comes in, and she says, she says like, you have to remove two of your ribs. And then Ben's like, where's the, I'll do it myself. Uh, Betty, yeah. Betty, actually, what she does is she says, like, your dad left, and I wanted to make you breakfast. I'm going to be, I said, I, I said, I'd be brave and march, hold on. I said, I'd be brave and march up those steps and make friends with you, Ben. And then Ben's and like, then fucking Ben says, you know, research in several mainstream movies have shown that, that the relationship between stepmother and stepson develops slowly over time. The Ben, you're uh, you're like Thanks, ben. your vocabulary, your word choice was very Alice, but your voice was yeah. was all wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah she's she, been talking to Alice. Yeah, it's like Alice is like he's like, how do oh, I do I'm that? So, I'm so excited thing. for the. I'm so excited for the Alice scene in this episode. It's it's one of her worst. It's very bad. So Ben uh, then does a, a completely, perfectly, legitimately reasonable thing and says, I actually really wanted to go to Bologna. I, I was like doing the Ben voice and it's like, well, I don't think this really warrants the Ben voice. He just says yeah. he doesn't want Amy to go. Yeah. Perfectly not, understandable. Not, not for sex, he says. And then Betty says, well, that's great, but you should get new condoms because a lot of them have expired or been discontinued for safety reasons. And he says, I think I'm going to hang on to these condoms for the rest of my life. And if I ever happen to meet <laughs> to Amy uh, Amy again, yeah. In I don't like know 30s, why I won't be with so her for years. the rest of my life, but if I ever meet her again, I'll have them. Beth, Betty's like, do you have condoms, brand condoms? Those were discontinued in the 80s. <laughs> yeah uh and then betty betty makes a comment what is he he says like don't you have to be in court and she's like oh it just depends i can be in whenever you know so i can't start without me yeah so i i guess she is still actively prostituting you really think so i mean what i guess i don't know what else she does all day either she's still being a prostitute or she's not doing anything yeah i I thought that she just wasn't working and was just going somewhere pretending to go to work but She's definitely not a court reporter. Yeah, is the for, important well, yeah, thing. obviously. So, uh, hey, it's Cindy. It's so nice to yeah, know. I don't, the name I don't really of have Cindy. much to say about this uh, scene personally. Yeah, Adrian. Adrian is like, "Hey, why don't you go out with Ruben?" And she says, so, like, "No, I'm tired, tired and I'm not feeling well." And Adrian says, "You're tired. You're not feeling well. You're not pregnant." And she says, "No, stop. We can't. 
Look, we can't have that many pregnancies on next this show. season. Season three, get there. We'll we'll get there. Maybe uh, I don't know. Uh, so then Anne is like, or th- sorry. Then Cindy's like, uh, Amy's mom is pregnant. Anne and George, and then and then Adrian's like, who said anything about George? Hmm. Yeah, that's that's the. Uh, that's the plot for this episode is George uh, everybody telling everybody about George's vasectomy it's, if you every- if you wanted to hear the same conversation about George's vast difference <laughs> then <laughs> yeah. you've come if you wanted to hear that conversation like 10 to 12 times then you're in the right place if not maybe skip this one that's my yeah. review um yeah so here's so a bad skip, scene skip this episode of jergen it here's a bad yeah, scene Ricky yeah. so I so Ricky is talking to his wonderful foster parents, Margaret and Sanjay, about how he wants to move uh, out, which, if we remember the last time Ricky talked about moving out, it was Adrian telling him to do that so they could have sex whenever they want, but I don't... Is that what Ricky wants? No, I they, thought they, so just, for, they yeah. just created the new... They they traded in Ricky's once-a-commitment storyline for the new wants-to-spend-time-with-his-son-away-from-the-Jurgens uh, storyline. I mean, I also would want to spend as much time away from the Jurgens, so I think yeah, I can sympathize. Yeah, which is fair. But I feel really bad because the pr- problem is is that if Ricky moves out, uh, then I'm sure we'll never see Margaret and Sanjay ever again. That which would be not a shame. Case, don't worry. Yes! Okay. Um, so... Yeah, so the thing the thing about moving out is that it's free and it's easy, and there's no better time to do it than during the, uh, like, housing crisis. Well, it's good. Uh, it's really easy. It's especially easy when you're not even 18, and I don't even know if an 18-year-old can, like, legally get a place i don't know i guess i i guess i should say i don't i don't really know where the economy was with regards to renting at that point but uh who knows margaret suggests that ricky just give up sex for a little bit uh Uh remember when adrian said that she was gonna give up sex for a little bit for one episode and had sex with okay (laughs) and ricky ricky mentions that amy's mom is pregnant and margaret says yeah because he says he says he's he wouldn't have as much time with his son he even less time now because there's gonna be another baby there and then yeah, Margaret, and Margaret says, says, "Margaret says, what are those people putting in their coffee over there?" So I, I don't guess know, Jim but they Davis hope they watch Secret Life. I don't get. Care to explain that one to me? Oh boy, I was gonna say I, I'm surprised that that this has eluded you this entire time. The the Garfield comic strip where, yes. oh boy, this is gonna be on our podcast now. The Garfield comic strip where uh, Garfield is at Liz's the vet's office and he's getting like a checkup or whatever you do for cats and. Yeah. John walks in and he sees a he sees a container on the on the uh oh thing. boy and he it's goes, like the Austin Powers goes, joke it's worse and he goes huh coffee thanks Liz don't mind if I do and he just he just throws it back and then Liz is like congratulations John you're going to be giving birth to a healthy litter of puppies ah! and then Garfield says I hate puppies so it's kind of Kind so, of a funny so it's dog kind of a, semen joke. So a cum jo- and then according to Liz the vet, uh, eggs are stored in the tummy. Yeah, what you one what, thing about one thing about the male anatomy you got to know is you got your esophagus goes down to your stomach, your, your egg sac. But in this, you've got your your esophagus, your your uh, windpipe, and then you have the cum tube, which is where if it <laughs> if your throat detects dog semen, it directs it down there uh, into your uterus, which is where <laughs> it. It sort of does like a, a DNA scan and says, "Okay, cool, this belongs to a dog," and then it and then it fertilizes your eggs, and then 
eventually <laughs> shit out the puppies. And the really good, the really good thing to tie this into the whole episode is that it doesn't matter if you did have a vasectomy or not, because if you do, the cum tube actually opens up your vas deferens. If you did get a vasectomy, so it's somewhere it the weirdest thing. I don't know why people keep getting George, vasectomies because it doesn't George work. did get a vasectomy, but he did he did slam a cup of of uh, dog cum, which, as we all know, is stored in the cups. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we're and, can I just say? Can I just say we're never talking about this again on this podcast? Yes, I didn't know so, about this. So Tom so, is reading the newspaper. So my theory that Tom killed Marshall is confirmed in this episode. Oh yeah, he is. So he's he is in full on body snatching Marshall. He's in Marshall's robe, and I think we can safely do Marshall voice when when Tom says words from now sure, on. Sure, sure. Uh, he's he's uh, reading the paper at, like he's always does, and Grace comes out and she has a secret to tell. She has a secret, got- and Tom goes, uh, "What does Tom say?" But, I uh, t- Tom says, "Long story short, Grace. Long story short." Oh yeah, he short. keeps insisting on her making the long story short, and then. I, I don't know the context. I just wrote this down out of context, but he, he does say the phrase, well, maybe mom will be in heaven by then and you can have all the sex you want. <laughs> I remember him saying that too, but why? Uh, so Grace tells Oh, oh yeah, Tom, Grace, Grace says, she says that she's not having sex with Jack again until, until she's married. And maybe not even, maybe not even after that. Maybe they'll adopt when they decide to have kids. And then he says... Maybe by the time you get married, mom will be in heaven and you can have all the sex you want. So Tom's mind, sex just kills parents 100% of the time. Unless yeah. it's unless he kills the dad first. Right. Uh, so Tom, <laughs> so then Grace is like, I gotta tell you this, Tom, I, I, I need to tell what someone. If, what if Tom had sex with Tammy and that's why Marshall died and that's well, why he's going so all in on Grace being the one at fault? Well, he was in the car, so I don't think that works unless Tammy was in the car too, and they were very, very, well, very, very stealthy. Well, maybe I mean, Tom he, convinced we don't Grayson. Know, we don't know how long the the <gasps> sex death energy is stored oh. up. I mean, here's here's what it is. Remember, God might have seen Tom do that and then gone, "They're not married. I have to kill his dad. I'll just <laughs> wait I'll, till I'll, wait till he's on a plane, and then I'll pop him." <laughs> or remember when Tom like sang to Grace and Jack. He used, oh god, I forgot he, about that. He incepted. He like used some very special subliminal messaging techniques to be like, "Grace wants to fuck Jack, so I can kill my dad. I want to be my dad. I'm going to kill him." And then Grace yeah, was like, "I think that's... I want to have sex with Jack." Or more likely, Tom just like sabotaged the plane and killed Marshall. Yeah, that's probably it. So Tom, so Grace is like, "I need to tell someone this. I, I've been, it's been on my chest all week." George walked up to me and told me. Uh, that he didn't actually get a vasectomy. Yeah, and then Tom Tom and then, laughs, <laughs> and you're like, "Wow, Tom thinks that's funny." But then he looks up and he goes, "Ha, huh, I'm I'm reading Doonesbury because Tom is a shit lib, apparently." <laughs> At least I wasn't reading du- Dilbert. Yeah, I like, was reading Dilbert, and the, I just thought, "What's the, I hate uh, women so much." Oh, Mallard Fillmore. Yeah, that's that's what George reads. Yeah, George reads Mallard Fillmore, and Amy just reads the word Al Gore printed on a newspaper a hundred times. No, uh, Amy reads Doonesbury. Amy loves Doonesbury. I don't know what Doonesbury is. Anyone who Let's loves going. Al Gore So Grace realizes Doonesbury. that Tom is wearing uh, Marshall's robe, and then she, she like, hallucinates that Marshall... That he, she realizes that Marshall reincarnated in Tom, and so she's like, I have to kill you! I have to write this wrong! 
And yeah. she starts chasing him around the kitchen, and then Kathleen comes in. Yeah, John Schneider's expensive. This is really they. He was too. Yeah, they replaced Tom, him Tom with Tom Zack. Yeah, Kathleen. Kathleen is giving away Marshall stuff, and and uh, she gave. Yeah, Kathleen his, walks in, and I was I was just starstruck by the. I was like the yeah. incredible star power. What a special, special guest, guest. Josie Bissett. We've never seen her before. Yeah, Kathleen mentions that Tom's been wearing the robe all week, so there's another reason that Grace is upset. And Tom says, yeah, "Oh, it's, it's probably because George lied about his vasectomy." Oh yeah, and Kathleen's very confused. Grace is very upset that that Kathleen is giving away Marshall stuff, and. Uh, and after she leaves, she's like, don't tell, we need to tell Jack to give back Marshall's sports coat. Why did Jack yeah. need a sports coat? Because he wanted it. It's a nice thing to have. It's just nice to have. And then uh, Adrian's talking to Grace at school later. And Grace is like, all I can think about is sex and death and death and sex. And she's Adrian she's an says, existentialist now. And Adrian says, well, that's normal, Grace. <laughs> Grace, Grace is For an everyone? existentialist and she... She's like, God put us on this earth to have sex and die. What the fuck is up with that? And yeah. Adrian says everyone's screwed up except for her. Yeah, and now now Grace uh, is super judgy again. She's like, Oh yeah, Grace know, is Adrian, like going hard. It's always wrong to have sex before marriage. Always. Sometimes it's wrong to have sex during marriage. Like, or when you're about to get divorced. Like, like if you're if you're about to get a divorce and your name is George Jurgens and you lied about getting a vasectomy, but don't tell anyone. Also, also Adrian's like, if I don't have sex with Ricky soon, which is funny because she did. Yeah, not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. She's just like, what well, if you're about to get a divorce? Are you then you're still having to have sex? Is that okay? And then well, Adrian, it's huh? Don't you remember uh, Adrian was talking to Grace last episode about how, like, she could stand to be a better Christian? She reclaimed her virginity, and now she's trying to lose her virginity. <laughs> so once Adrian finds out what the—once Adrian realizes what Grace is talking about, like, she's like, yeah, now we're vibing. All right, let's talk about this again. Yeah, and Adrian says it's all over school that Anne is pregnant. It's incredible. Uh, I can't imagine—like, I'm, I'm thinking back to high school and just picking, like— a random other student that I was vaguely aware of, but didn't really know very well. If their dad... And imagining, like, if someone told me, hey, did you know that their mom is pregnant? I'd be like, wow, I really don't care. Did you know that their dad lied about getting a vasectomy? Of course I knew. <laughs> now that's... Why the ooh, fuck would I care? That. Yeah. Now yeah, that's uh, juicy. So the second uh, Adrian figures out that George, Anne might be pregnant with George's baby, her gears start turning, and she's like... Wait a minute. Oh my if god. Anne gives birth to George's baby, he'll have to move back in with her, and that means my parents can buy his house, and then I can get my back blown out there all the time it by is Ricky. It's so funny. I'm, I will never get over the fact that in, in 2009, like one of There's the most so recurring storylines in this show is about people wanting to buy a house. <laughs> it's really, really good. Now's the time. Bye bye yes. bye. <laughs> it's there's never been a better time in America to buy, rent, sell, move into a brand new house, get a loan for a house too, like George did. There's yeah. never, yeah, it's really I, great. I've been hearing, I've been hearing some really great stuff about subprime mortgages. I was gonna I think... say the same thing. Uh, the newspaper Doonesbury says, <laughs> get a subprime mortgage. Bye bye bye. Baby, bye, bye, bye. Great. Anyway, so Madison and Lauren are gossiping about something, but we don't know what yet. And Madison I wonder what is, they're gossiping about. Madison is mad that Jason told Lauren before he told her. And and Lauren How? says... 
Lauren's like, well, of course he didn't tell you. You can't keep a secret. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Let's, let's trace this, go- this is very similar to the wedding. Let's trace this gossip. Oh, we're, we're about to. That'll happen in a second. Okay. But, uh, All right. Lauren, <laughs> Lauren says, <laughs> Lauren says that she's good at keeping secrets because she only tells Citation stuff to needed. one person, which is Madison. If I, if I happen to whisper my deepest, darkest secrets into this megaphone. Yeah. Wh- while you're near. the megaphone. It's not the megaphone's fault that it tells everyone that what I say. No, no, no. It is the megaphone's oh, fault. Oh, it is it's the megaphone. It's fault. not my fault for whispering other people's secrets into the megaphone. Right. What I'm you trying to say is that Madison. You were just talking to the megaphone. The, the megaphone's <laughs> the one that told everyone. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is this show would be in, in, way better if Madison was replaced by a megaphone. Yeah, uh, season five. But anyway. <laughs> it's just imagine, uh, like, Amy, Lauren, and then there's just a megaphone on the floor. Yeah, well, she changed her name to Megason. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> we're, let's, okay, let's trace this back. So Jason. So, so Jason heard it in the locker room. Uh-huh. From Jack. From Jack. Jack heard it from somewhere. Uh-huh. We, we don't. Uh-huh. He didn't hear it from Grace. Nope. Because Grace c- hadn't told anyone. Grace specifically she, says okay, that she, this that is, she has this o- is Grace my... specifically says that she only told Tom and Adrian. So here's my theory. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead. This is very much like the wedding where everyone found out about it, even though no one even though they didn't tell anyone. So Grace told Tom, and Tom is like, okay, Grace, have fun at school. I'm an adult now, so I don't go to school. Actually, how old is Tom? Whatever. Uh, he 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 is not in school anymore. Okay. He's over eighteen. So I can he... I can just tell you by the way I I know who how it got to Jack and you you keep guessing I'll tell you the answer at the end. Okay. Uh, Tom called Jack because they're best friends, right? Right. Remember? Uh huh. And he told Jack for some reason. That's all I got. Okay. So here's here's what it is. If you go back to the scene where George is talking to Grace, you can actually see, because they're standing, like, by his car, like, in the street, a little manhole cover pops up, and you can see <laughs> Joe hiding in, in the in the sewers. It's like uh, it's like the Milkman conspiracy level. There's just exactly. cameras everywhere. Dude, and I was actually thinking of the Milkman, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so I can, I can see you i could i could see like because they they do call jack they do call jack and say hey we need that sports coat back so it is possible that tom said it to him then but like no time has passed i think i think your theory about joe is correct and i think it's the same for the wedding he has eyes and ears everywhere because grace because grace like just got to school and she was leaving in that scene so there's no way that tom called jack and oh, then Jack dude, I got like, it. had PE or something in that time. Dude, I to got talk it. To to Jason. Uh-huh. Joe was in Mementos and he encountered George's shadow. And George's oh, shadow was like, my, my tube is perfect. <laughs> my, my ultimate desire is and to, then t- <laughs> to have fertile <laughs> cum. And then he turns into like an eyeball or something. Oh, he's the dick chariot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mara. Yeah. All right, this isn't funny unless you played Persona Five or yeah. Okay, so I think the so, phrase "Dick Chariot" is funny enough on its own. It's a very anyway, funny. So Madison, Madison now is very excited for some reason about the idea that maybe uh, Anne went, underwent hyperfecundation and maybe wow, maybe her ovum uh, divided <laughs> and was fertilized her. fertilized both by George and David. <laughs> you can only have one. <laughs> 
What? You can, sorry, you can't have just one baby. You gotta have two. She couldn't decide which baby she, to have. I don't so know she, why she's she's so excited. She's like, maybe it's twins. What do you care? So this scene gave me just about gave me a panic attack because it uh-huh. keeps cutting back and forth from Grace to Madison and Lauren. Uh, yeah. It cuts back to Grace and Madison talking about the vasectomy, and then before I could even type anything, Lauren. Madison and Lauren are talking about how it's twins, one from each dad, and then Lauren's, and then, and then it cuts to Henry and Alice, and I was just so tired, and, and I was typing so fast that I needed to lay down for a little bit. Yeah. One, one last thing on that scene, one last thing on that scene, when Madison says that, Lauren goes, Madison, she's not having kittens, and I, I looked it up, because apparently that is a fairly common thing that happens with cats and dogs, but it can, it can, and has happened with with George is having puppies. But Anne isn't having kittens. You're talking over my interesting facts. Don't you think that's interesting as hell? That is very interesting. That, that, I, I, that has happened with people. It is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, science. Anyway, Alice and, Alice and Henry are, are telling Ben about the vasectomy now <laughs> because they know too. Ben and is shocked and now outraged. This, this was my favorite favorite statistic from Alice ever. Oh, this ma- is, this doesn't even make sense. Ben says... Why would why would Mr. Jurgens lie about that? And Alice says, I don't know, but over 500,000 men a year in the U.S. alone get a vasectomy. 500,000 men a year in the U.S. alone Alice, get vasectomies. You can't, they can't all be winners. Alice, that has nothing to do with this at all. But thank and you then, for statistics. The writers are just like, so much. Like, like, been, can we find a statistic on how many men lie about vasectomies? No, but I can find, I got how many men get vasectomies. They're like, ah, just put it in the show. Good enough. Ellis then uh, tells Ben that he's going to Bologna for a different reason, and uh, and then she <laughs> I, says, "We." I, I really, I really like the line from Henry where he says, "He says after she says that statistic about how how so many men in the U.S. get vasectomies." Uh, Henry goes, huh, "Lucky you're going to Italy for the summer and not staying here, huh?" And Henry and Ben says, "I wasn't going to Italy to get a vasectomy," which is even what that's the opposite of what he was saying. Yeah, they like they like and almost then, did a funny joke, but they forgot. And then uh, Alice is like, "We think Henry should go with you." Yeah, and it's really implied that Alice wants Henry to go to Bologna so that job. he can learn sex, but it's a blowjob place, so he's gonna learn to get blowjobs. She thinks it'll translate to him eating her Alyssi, or uh, like uh, I think it was like friend of the show Shell. I think said, "I'm gonna get, hate this." Eat- Eat her ass and get pink eye again. <laughs> okay, that is funny. Thank you, Shell. <laughs> I think or that whoever said that. That was a, that was an ask from a long time ago. Uh, I don't remember so that. Then Ben, there, there. Uh, yeah, Ben is like, I, uh, I don't, I don't know if I have to take Amy. And then Amy, like, jump scare, purse out. This is one of the worst. This is. They painted the picture of Ben in this episode of this miserable, like, he is terrified of Amy. Yeah. It sucks. Amy, Amy's the bad one in this relationship. Did you like, by the way, how Amy is mad at Ben? Not for saying that I have to take Amy. She's if, mad at him for saying if. If. She's not mad at him at him blatantly like, not wanting to go yes. with her. She's it's mad the, at him for considering that she might not get to go. If, yeah, she says, if I, you have to take me, you do have to take me. And then she says, he says, okay. And then she like walks away and then she's just like, Ben! And then he just runs after her. Yeah, like, oh, what is, go. why are they doing this? Ben is the bad guy here. I know. <laughs> why are we suddenly turning Amy into this abusive girlfriend? She's so abusive in this That's episode. so backwards. Why would they do this? <laughs> it's so weird. Like, it's it's <sighs> straight up abuse. 
she literally she literally tells him she says i don't i don't care if you want me there or not i can't take being in that room with the baby anymore the room with the baby it's like my favorite scene it's like uh it's the greatest scene in hamilton is when the republic it's like the republicans are in the room with the baby yeah and this is great we even though they have the house in the senate and the room this is the greatest scene and the greatest song great reference (laughs) that everyone's gonna be familiar with when that one congressman said that thing about hamilton anyway um so amy wants to get out of the room with the baby and then go into a different room with the same baby but the room is in italy and all the people who no, normally she wants help to go take... she wants to go in the in the long high up room for 12 hours no she wants to go baby. up the, a long high up room and then into the hotel room with the baby and then well ben works all day and there's no one to take care of her baby besides her and all the people who are normally there aren't there well well we learned and neither from, is the daycare we from we learned from betty that people in italy are very friendly they'll watch your baby it's like uh, the lady in the waiting room in the first episode. She she just gives a baby to an Italian. She says, <laughs> "There, this is yours. That. Goodbye. I'll be back. Watch my baby for now." Yeah, but and then, then she never comes back. So and now, the, yeah, and now and, the baby is cultured in Italian. Yeah, and Ben Ben apologizes not for not for suggesting that he doesn't want to go with Amy, but for suggesting that she might not get to go. And then Ricky Ricky shows up and he just says, "You know, Ben doesn't want to. Ben doesn't want you to go." And He's, Amy he doesn't give a shit. D- d- He's like, you can't take the baby out of the country without my permission. You don't have a passport. How will you pay for the ticket? Why are you doing this? Why would you do this to Ben? What's wrong with you? Yeah. And, and then, then he she, says, and then she's like, huh, Ben's going to take care of everything, obviously. <laughs> she also, <laughs> she also says, she says to Ricky, she's like, you, why do you even care about like spending time with, uh, with John? You always look annoyed whenever you're over. It's because of you, it's Amy. Because you're there, Amy. <laughs> Have you seen God. the look on John, uh, look on Ricky's face when he's holding his son? Oh my it's, God. it's a look I've never seen on your face. It's the it's only look thing in love. this show that makes me happy. It's all we have. <laughs> it's the only good relationship between two characters. Yeah, and then, okay, this is, I think, maybe the worst thing that Amy has said on the show, besides maybe oh, calling John a curse. She says... It's goddamn awful. She says to Ben... Because, oh yeah, Ricky offhandedly mentions that he's looking for an apartment. And she says to Ben, you really want to leave me here for the summer when Ricky's getting his own apartment? She is just straight up threatening to his face to cheat to on cheat him. To cheat on, yes. He's and like, then, but then you... it, the camera looks at Ricky and he just smirks. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, ben, well, he would never have sex with Amy because Ben is his best friend. They love it. They're best friends. That's they all true. Have. That's yeah. true. And then we cut to we cut to Grace and Adrian standing over there watching this conversation. <laughs> like, what do they think they're talking about? And Grace Grace says, "Don't now, don't tell Ricky about Mister Jurgens because he might tell Amy." And a- and Adrian's like, "Oh, he might tell Amy." And then Ooh. and then it's like, "Oh wow, do you think you think that she might do that at some point?" I can't wait for that to happen. It's probably going to be in like a few episodes. No, like a few. You really? It's, no, probably, it's, it's probably not going. I mean, it's going to. Ha- it's going to happen. I, I look. I'm looking forward. So to So we when cut it does to the happen. lunch table and, and Adrian. Like, they're really planting the seeds. So we that c- Adrian might at some point tell Ricky about George not getting the vasectomy. And I so think we that's going to be a great scene when it happens. So then Adrian's talking to Ricky, and she tells Ricky that George had a vasectomy. Oh man, that was so good. It was really like a real payoff. I'm glad they didn't make me wait. I was getting so impatient. Uh, so, Ricky says that he's been 40 since he was four. Yeah. Oof. And Adrian, uh, Adrian is all on board with, with, uh, John Amy. going to Italy for two months. She's like, cut her some she's slack! Like, come on, come on, come Ricky, on. calm down. 
People and take then, their uh, babies on international flights to to be in Italy for two months all the time for no reason. Yeah, the reason the reason she tells Ricky the way she does, she's like, "Why would Amy even want to go if her parents are getting back together?" Excuse, excuse me, excuse her. What? <laughs> yeah. Well, they uh, are. So this no, there's no way. I don't. I don't think this do. is the but one Adrian do, theory that they doesn't might as come well, true because you know okay. why not? And the writing is good. And then, yeah, she tells, and then okay, so then. Uh, Amy apparently tells Madison and Lauren that she calls the daycare every day to make sure because John is okay. Amy, whom Amy, whom love and Amy care about her son, loves and cares about her son so much. Uh, Madison and Lauren look like they're fucking ready to gaslight. Yeah, and then Professor Amy is like, you know, I think in my in my professional psych- psychological opinion, I think <laughs> that my mom is feeling a lack of control in her life, which is which is sort of manifesting in her trying to control me because she feels like it's she needs to take control wherever she can, you know. Yeah, she puts her PhD down and then she she uh she says that Anne should date around and that she's 40 and has only dated two guys and she's like what she's a a, she says nerd. Anne is pathetic for having dated only two guys in her life pathetic. meanwhile Amy is like 15 and she's like I'm gonna get married to Ben and we're gonna be together forever it's great and it's good when I do it uh, and then she says David's okay he's rich and smart mm, Ben that's what she yeah, says about Ben yeah he's good and uh, then Madison and Lauren start gaslighting her where they're like where they're like hey do you think your dad might not have gotten a vasectomy? And she's like, why would you even say that? And they're like, we didn't say anything. What are you talking about? We said about? nothing. We you're hallucinating. Amy, you're, Amy, Amy, are you're you so okay? tired. You're so Amy, tired. You need I'm to sure lay down. They, yeah, Amy. You need on. to lay down. Your dad didn't get a vasectomy. What? I didn't say that. Yeah. We're good friends. We're good. We love you, Amy. That's why we're always talking shit about everyone you know and love behind your back. Yeah, and now now we're with Grace and and Jack and Gra- talking I like about- Grace's line at the beginning of this scene where she says, "I feel like people are staring at me, but I know they mean well." That's why we're everyone staring- was, putting, was placing bets on whether she goes to the funeral. It's, because it's they the mean Care Bear well. stare. Yeah, is what they're giving her. It's because they love her so much that they're all Grace staring at Jack her and placing sort of bets on her grief. In depth, describe the the stages of grief for the audience. Jack yeah, suggests dude, that dude, Grace. This was the fucking this is the fucking Futurama thing where where she's like. The robot devil, like, you can't just have your characters say how they yeah, feel. Yeah, she's that like, I feel, feel so angry. sad, and then I'm angry, and then I hate myself, and now I'm so <laughs> sad, and I just can't believe he's dead. She's, and then she's Jack just literally, like, I'm so sad, I can't stop from crying, and then I'm so guilty, and then I'm really angry. And then Jack, you see Jack with, like, a, a recorder, and he, he pauses it, and then he plays back what she just said, but he lip syncs over it. Yeah, yeah, he basically says the exact same thing she just said. <laughs> And then, and then she's Madison like, also, comes in, she basically says the same thing, too! Yeah, so, Madison, okay, did you, Madison said something very weird, which is, she she walks over and she's like, hey, hey Grace, how are you doing? And she says, like, oh, I'm okay, but you know, every time people ask me that, I start wondering if I really am okay, since, you know, my dad. And Madison's like, oh, right, I forgot. Did Madison forget that Grace's dad died? <laughs> well, she was too busy thinking about the fact that her mom died. Oh yeah. So I, my mom theory died, is apparently. that Madison's mom died very recently, but no I, one cared or I talked feel to like her she, about it. No, I feel like I feel like she probably died a few years ago. That's my, what I think. Okay. I I've well, realized yeah, as so I was they, saying so that, sit, that you were kind of trying to do a funny, and I just killed it. And I'm sorry, but anyway, they all sit down at the table. Then Madison's like, "I feel sad," and then angry, and I hate myself. This and is then my Grace favorite. Is like, this I is feel my sad favorite. and angry, and I hate myself. 
This is my favorite thing in this episode, though, because Madison... The sad sits, table? Yeah, well, no. Madison said... Lauren's like, hey, I... It sounds it sounds like you got some serious stuff to talk about, so I'll I'll catch you later. And and Madison sits down with Jack and Grace, and and they they're like gearing up to have like a meaningful conversation about like loss of a parent. And then the scene just ends before anyone says anything because it's no, it's no, no, so the, hard to write, you know. The, the, this girl comes in, she sits down, she's like, "I lost my virginity this summer," or sorry, "I lost my dad this." Sorry, I lost my cat this summer and my virginity, and I feel so sad and angry, and I hate myself. <laughs> yeah. So, so just like uh, they, they like had the scene like set up for like an emotional moment, but then they just didn't do it. They're like they well, we can they can imagine that off camera. The only thing that c- would have been worse is if it cut to like George doing like a funny, some kind of a funny antics thing, and it plays the funny music. It but cuts, it cuts it cuts, to- it cuts to Kathleen sobbing in the kitchen with with like <laughs> clowns dancing around her. <laughs> uh, Betty shows up to give Ben his lunch. And, uh, funny waves at Grace, who- Yeah. When- when uh, I see the prostitute that was just inexplicably in my house, I friendly wave to her when I see her again. Yeah, and then, uh, Amy- Amy says that Betty's gotta be a hooker, and then she Ben is like, hey, I like look- Betty suddenly for this scene. She doesn't look that much like a hooker! She really doesn't, she just She's looks like, like a She's, like, wearing a kind of short dress and has big- big boobs, like Amy. Yeah, and <laughs> she's like, yeah. "Ben, why is your dad dating me?" And then, and then Ben says, "My dad is not marrying a hooker." I need to, I need to, I need to, really quickly interject okay. with the line that Amy says, where she sees Betty and she says, "What is wrong with your parents, Ben?" His two parents. What's wrong with your mom? She never does anything. She just lays around all day in the ground. Uh, so Ben says, "My dad is not marrying a hooker." And Amy's like, I, "It's fine. I don't I don't care if he is." And Ben goes, and "Well, like, he's not. And even if he is, at least he's not lying about his vasectomy." Ah, shocked face. Yeah, and then shocked face happens. And then we we get a we get a brief little moment with Ricky and Ben after the commercial break where where Ricky tells Ben, he's like, "Just ask Betty if she's a hooker." <laughs> Ben's like he knows right Ben's like I don't I don't think he does actually I don't think he does and but I don't I really don't remember but anyway Ben Ben is like what if I I can just like ask Grace like how how she and Tom know Betty and then he says and he's like just ask Betty if she's a hooker Betty or Betty are you a hooker yes Ben I am I love hooking I love I'm I'm a that's what we call fishermen where I'm from (laughs) I have a I have to take issue with what Ricky does here because he's he's the like thing doing we, a thing where he's he's like trying to be responsible, but this also is what very he does strange. is so weird. He goes he goes up to Betty uh, uh, Bunny, the Bunny. manager of the butcher shop, and hi, he says, it's me. I work here now. It's me, Bunny. I mean Betty. He says, "Hey, hey, manager of the place that I work at. I need to I talk just to, to the ask CEO. Permission to ask the head of the company if he can give me more hours at the butcher shop. I work at the Microsoft store, and I need to call Bill Gates when I want more hours. Like, what are you well, doing? Is, yeah. He's sucking I, up. I, I He's work here at this way... Amazon fulfillment center, and I let me just let me just call up Jeff Bezos and ask He's if I can get some more hours. Sucking the stars from the sky." Just, what in the world, Ricky? That's not what you do. But then Bunny's like, you know what? I like your style, for some reason. And then Ricky just says, I don't. I hate myself, and my dad died, and I hate it, I'm sad, and I'm jealous. And then Ricky's, Alice comes- What? Ricky's dad didn't die? What are no, you talking about? No, I was just about? talking about I hate my- I just wanted to do that bit again. 
So Ricky's oh, jealous that yeah, Ricky's jealous. He's like, I'm actually, I can't believe what's wrong with me. I don't want Amy to take my son to Bologna. What's no, wrong no, no, with no, no, me? No, 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 no. He says, I don't want Amy to go to Italy with Ben and our son. Oh. And then, and then Bunny's like, Hey, you just said our son and not my son. And I don't really know what the significance of that is supposed to be. Well, Ricky for a long time didn't know that the baby is half <laughs> Amy's. Well, the the he uh, thought the it just sort of lived between... in her for. The connection between pregnancy and a baby <laughs> being born is, is still, still something that we're still trying to figure that out. So, so, uh, uh, so Amy back at the Jurgens household. Amy calls Jer- Ashley Jurgens household A. Yeah, Jurgens house A. Ashley calls or, pff, Amy calls Jurgens house Prime to ask about George and and uh, she's like, "You need you to come over here right now. I've got to talk to you about Dad." And then yeah, and then and like, then Ashley and then Ashley says. Who is this? And it's the most personality that Ashley has had in an entire season. Oh yeah, it was it was good to see. George is like, Ashley, you gotta go over there and find out why Amy wasn't speaking to, to me all the way home. And then he goes, Go, go which is I think the daddest, like the most accurate that was like I think that's something our dad would yeah, do. Yeah, I think they did I think they did ADR in our dad. And <laughs> it really Ashley... sounded like our dad. Yeah, and then, uh... Then Amy the... and Ashley literally pick up the script from earlier in the episode and have the exact same conversation about George again. It, it was a little different. It's a, it with different. a little bit of... It was different, because yeah. Ashley... This is this is where Ashley is assured. She's like, why would I don't, know why, no I, more, I don't but... know why Ashley is doing this, but Ashley is... Even though she knows that George didn't get the vasectomy, she's like, oh, come on. Anne would know if the baby was George's because they had sex in the garage and she didn't get pregnant for months after that. And then that prompts Amy to point out for the first time that Anne I don't know, super Ashley, she, pregnant. she seems way more pregnant than she would be if, if like, the timeline doesn't quite add up, which is a very good point, and I'm glad that someone finally brought it up. Yeah, um, I love when the show tries to call attention to the weird, like, plot inconsistencies that it has. Yeah, there, there was a, there was, that was actually, I guess I might give this scene my cool team moment because they, they did that a couple times and I don't, I don't like when you write a bad plot and then address how bad the writing is, but I'm, it's better than not doing that, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Ashley tells Amy, like, why would high schoolers know more about our dad's cum than we do? This is where I noticed that Amy is wearing a green leather skirt. And oh, it it's really, really bad. Shitty. It, I it's... miss her dumb scarf outfits, honestly. Yeah, wrap a scarf around your waist so I don't have to look at your fucking green leather it's terrible. skirt. Uh, uh, so Ashley wants Ashley uh, wants it to be George's so they can move back in. And there's like a weird moment. I don't where know she, what like, she does though because she's lying this whole scene. I really don't know what she is doing here. Why does Ashley think if it was George's baby they wouldn't get it? George, I realized I love you again. Yeah, well, you know, you got mom got custody of you, dad got custody of me. But I'm sure, I'm sure if there was a baby, then they would. We have to give it to David because, you know. Uh, so Ashley, Ashley, did you, did Ashley you like? Then, by the way, did you like? Uh, Amy develops and solves some like abandonment issues over the course of like three lines of dialogue. She's, what are you talking she's, about? Amy's like, what? What's going to happen when when mom has this baby? What What about us? And then. And then oh, yeah. Ashley's, Ashley's Ashley suggests like, that once Anne has a baby, oh no, sorry, she's get sorry, I'm I'm making I'm making it seem even better than it is. Uh, <laughs> Amy's like, what what's going to happen to us? And Ashley's like, um, well, you know, I mean, we're we're her family with George, and the baby's going to be her family with David. And then Amy goes, well, she's still our mom, just like I'll always be John's mom, no matter what. So it's like, wait, what? Then what? 
You just had the. You just solved the. You just what? You just what fixed the, it. Why did? What was the point? <laughs> Ashley, I can't solve this Rubik's cube. Look, watch. Oh, I yeah, can't solve. Oh, there it is. It's done. <laughs> immediately after that, Ashley's like, "I don't really know what you're talking about. Maybe I'll understand when I'm a mother." Yeah, me, me too, Ashley. Me too, maybe. Uh, and then I don't remember why, but Ashley brings up Betty and says that Betty is a hooker. before. Before she brings up Betty, she brings up another glaring plot hole, which is. If Dad had lied about his vasectomy, he would have gotten yeah. her pregnant long before now. He got his vasectomy ten years ago. So what the fuck? <laughs> he was just grabbing his balls really hard so cum couldn't come out of them. <laughs> he wrapped a string around it. Uh, just, God, what was he doing? He... Wasn't actually having sex with her. Was he? Was he saying... But he... Was he saying to Anne, was he like, Alright... I got my vasectomy. Now you just keep making sure you take those birth control pills. I don't know. Butt sex again, George. Oh God. Um. Anyway. Yeah. So, so then, then Ashley the... talks about Betty. Yeah, Ashley talks about Betty and says that she thinks she's a prostitute. And then then she's like, <laughs> "I'm a, I'm gonna go now." And then Ashley's like, "Do you want me to hang around <laughs> Wait, a bit?" Sorry, I'm sorry to keep pulling stuff back, but Amy Amy says <laughs> that Ben and her got in a fight because she called Betty a hooker. And Ashley's like, "Yeah, she probably is one." Oh yeah. And then sorry. Amy's. Amy Amy suddenly has turned around and no longer thinks that Betty is a hooker. And she says, why would Mr. Boykovich be with a hooker? Well, and Ashley, then Ashley said says, why would thing. mom be with David? As Those are not comparable. Well, David's those are a entirely juggalo. different situations. David's a juggalo. What? Dude, which character on this show would be what? a juggalo? What? Henry? What? I said he was a gigolo, and then I said he was a juggalo. Oh, okay. I didn't hear you say he's a gigolo. I just heard uh, you call him a juggalo. Which character like, would, be a, would it be Henry? I think Henry might be a juggalo. Um, I don't see anyone in this show as a juggalo. Sorry. Okay, that's good. George. George Juggalo Jerkins. So back but, at the Bowman's, Jack, like, funny no. hands. What? No! What? Because Amy and Ashley. What about Amy? This was the nice moment. I said the nice moment! No, you didn't, because I cut uh, you, you just off. Didn't, Okay, Ashley is like, Amy, do you want me to hang around for a little bit? And then Amy's like, yes. I, I actually I actually liked the... Ashley didn't say, like, do you want me to hang out? Or, like, do you want to hang out? She says, do you need me to hang out? So, like... Yeah. I mean, by, by Amy and Ashley's standards, it's, like, as nice a moment as they've had since that one time that Ashley, like... In episode two Hugged her three. in episode two. <laughs> but, you know... <laughs> I'll give it my cool team moment, because that's where the bar is set. Okay, so can we go back to the Bowmans because there's something I'm desperate to yeah, talk yeah. about. Yeah, okay. you mentioned you mentioned this, and I'm very excited to hear what it was. I was really worried you'd notice it. I uh, did not notice it, so I it. couldn't. Okay, so Jack, I don't, I don't have your eye for detail. We have, we see Jack's hand reach through the door with the sports coat, and Tom, uh -huh. Tom takes it, and Grace is like, "Fuck the what? No, no." Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom says we like Jack, which is really funny because. Remember when he said that Jack killed his dad? Whatever. Okay. Well, Jack, so Jack is a man. I... He's not responsible. It's Grace's fault. <laughs> Tom, Tom is also a man, and he doesn't mind because he's Marshall Bowman. So he yeah. didn't actually die. So why did Jack want a sports coat is the question I want to know. I don't I don't know. I mean... Okay. So... Whatever. Here's the thing I noticed while they're talking. Uh, is in the background, there is a chalkboard. Okay. With presumably the grocery list on it. Okay. Now here's weird eggs I have undersea every, videos. Every every everything that's on the grocery list I wrote down. Okay, ready? Okay. Milk. 
coffee. Okay. Juice. Okay. Apples. Okay. Flour. Okay. Oysters. <laughs> They're like, wait, the Bowmans have a lot of money. We need to put oysters on here, too. <laughs> well, sometimes... Sometimes you just want to make your apple fried oysters. And... <laughs> your apple fried oyster juice with coffee on it. Yeah. Your oyster milk cereal with apples and flour. Oysters. Oysters. Sure. Oysters. Fucking rich people. Yeah, the, the, I just love the idea of like, well, what would the Bowman see for oh, it's milk, juice, coffee, apple? Oh, how about oysters? Because they have a lot of money. Well, oysters Tom are loves- a staple food, you know? Yeah, they have it for dinner every night. You could, there's, there's all those scenes where like Tom is just unshelling oysters and then Marshall is just, he's, he opens <laughs> yeah, his Tom, mouth and six oysters fall out. I think I'm, I'm a little bit tired of all those shucking scenes, but you know. <laughs> it's really a waste of time. I so, mean, it's it's just kind of a cliche at this point, um, like on teen dramas. You've always got, you've always got the the like, like teen the starts sex, drinking scene. Yeah, you've got the, the teen losing their virginity scene. You got the you know I Tom a... sits around in the kitchen shucking oysters for forty five minutes. <laughs> there's, a, there's a classic line. There's a classic line. I actually I I I did a, a deep dive into the uh, the inner workings of the uh, of the Secret Life Inc. American Teenager Inc. and they have a a, a rule. Uh, of of interesting plot points, which is fucking and shucking, is what they call it. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited though for the. I think in season three or four, there's a really good oyster shucking bottle episode where the entire episode is uh, Tom shucking oysters while different. I like, think conversations I think I figured out where Ashley goes. Is she joins an oyster shucking like there's a, a spinoff show where Tom and Ashley become professor professional oyster fishermen. And it's like uh-huh. the deadliest catch, and then there's lots. There's so because they were like there was so much shucking that we had to put it in its own show. Yeah. Okay. Just, who's so going to Bowman... take care of the dog when they're shucking all those oysters? You know. Well, the dog can help. I guess we'll find out in the diary. Patreon.com/slash/jurgenit. Anyway. Uh, so 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 Grace tells Jack that Leo is marrying Betty, and Betty's uh-huh. like, "Who?" Tom is like, "Who?" Ooh. Oh right. Ooh. And then we see so so we see him on the phone, and I don't know who called who. Uh, I think Betty, Betty called, called, Tom. called Tom. Betty called Tom, and she says, I'm "Oh, so dude, I, I'm I'm sorry. This, this is I I really want to I really want to mention this because uh, I kind of alluded to it earlier. When Jack comes into the kitchen, he's talking to Grace, and Grace I says, forgot Jack was in this scene at all. Yeah, and Grace Grace says, "You know, I think our talk with Madison really helped me out a lot earlier. <laughs> and they they just could they." conversation would have been so hard to write you know they just couldn't it really they, they didn't have the chops for that tell and don't how show they, tell don't how show they, i mean they needed to cut it out for the good shucking we had scene we had such later. an amazing conversation so many th- there were so many laughs and s- we we had Cuts. such such meaningful deep moments i i laughed i cried it really was some of the best conversation <laughs> i think that's happened in my entire life it was really touching and beautiful and it, it's a, it, I, oh, yeah. I almost wish that everyone else could experience it too. Yeah, and then and then Jack is or uh, Grace is like, do we don't we know anyone else who lost a parent? Like she's fucking gotta catch them all. Like we should we should start a dead parents club. Fuck, I think they do. Shit. Oh my god, I think that actually happens. No way. Okay, so I'll talk about this. To- so I'll talk about this. Uh, that we get explicit confirmation that Tom killed Marshall. Now I might I might be wrong. I'm I'm like I'm pretty sure there's an episode in a later season where they literally start the Dead Parents Club. Oh my god. We call I Harry might be Potter. wrong. I swear to god. If if I'm we if I'm Harry. 
if I'm being Mandela affected here, then I'm gonna feel like an idiot. But I swear to God, I, I'm we called Harry Potter so... and the Baudelaire orphans, and they didn't want to show up. It would be such a weird thing for my brain to make up. I, I don't that know. is almost too weird. Okay, so so can I talk about my explicit yeah, yeah, confirmation? Yeah, okay, so Betty calls Tom and and she says, "I'm so sorry about your dad." And then Tom says, "Me too. Thanks." <laughs> Did he really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> memes alive <laughs> he lives on as marshall as tom he oh my god oh dude okay marshall had some kind of very rare terminal illness and he needed <laughs> like a terminal like it's like get out <laughs> Like a terminal, like an airport, like a terminal. Yeah, like, like a terminal an illness, and it was like get out. He was like, he told Tom, "Oh, I only know what it's about." But okay, so different. cut that out. It's like uh, he needed someone <laughs> okay, to war game to. Okay, good. Yeah, he was like, "I need a vessel, Tom. Kill me and let me become you." It's and a he's good like, thing that I'm done killing people for making Game of Thrones references on the show. Yeah, and then and then Tom says, "Okay, Mister King." And then he kills yeah. Marshall, and now what he is classic, Marshall. What a classic reference. What a classic uh, Anyway, so, so then Ben walks up to Betty, uh, who's... So uh, Betty, like Betty is up. literally on the phone, and she's like, don't tell anyone, okay? Hangs up, and Ben's like, right there. Yeah, Ben's there. And she, 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 she's gonna tell him, she's gonna tell him she's a prostitute, but then she chickens out, and she says, I've been named Court Reporter of the Month, yay! Oh, that's what my nickname was gonna be! Okay. I'm glad Good I came job. up with something funnier! Okay, Great. so so Ricky has gone to Jeff Bezos's office. Uh-huh. Uh but Leo is there and he's Leo is actually just at the small butcher. I thought Leo was a, more of a big shot than I think he actually is. I think he I guess is. It's, it's just, no, I mean it's really his implied house that he isn't is. isn't that big comparatively to like I mean, I guess I I don't know why I'm thinking this meat-based man is a billionaire tech CEO. It's, it's, he doesn't have like an international uh massive corporation, but he he does like own a successful meat business. So he's at the butcher shop like He is all... he is rich. Yeah. So so like all rich people does, he just goes to the butcher shop to like take inventory. He's got like Well, a that's clipboard. that's the thing is that the show needs him to be at the butcher shop but there's no reason for him to be at the butcher shop so he just is the, at the butcher shop anyway so uh R- ricky then asks leo for more hours so he can so he can he's like i'll work I'll, I'll clean if you need me to i'll be on cleaning duty i just want to get my own place so i could bring my son and the, and 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 i have i found a studio apartment and if i work all summer i'll be able to have the the uh deposit and a month's rent and then R- leo says you know, you know, kid, with or without my help, I think you're gonna do okay. This'll be a really good summer. And it's really funny that Leo genuinely loves Ricky more than he loves his own son, but I mean... I don't think it's funny, I think it makes sense. It does make a lot of sense. Logical is the word I would use, but yeah. It's very logical, and he says, Ricky, I didn't... Ricky, he says, I didn't... I wasn't gonna show you this for for a few years, but I think it's... I think you're ready to see the upstairs. Yeah, so he takes him up to this torture room. And he takes him up to the to the playroom, and he's got all of his S and M stuff there. <laughs> yeah, he's he got, puts on yeah. his he puts on his kinkos. I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, anyway. that's a bit reference. Sorry. Okay, great. Um, anyway, so yeah, he takes he takes Ricky upstairs, and it's it's uh the apartment like over. Old... And dude, I for, I forgot about this, so I was actually yeah, kind of I, excited when this happened. I received confirmation that this is like where Ricky lives now. Yeah, he lives here for the rest of the show, I believe. I think that's nice. I'm pretty sure he lives check, where he can blow out A Train's back on every once and take care of his baby. <sighs> anyway, um, 
yeah, so Leo takes him upstairs. He should, he's like, this is the old apartment that I... I think he said that he lived in it when he was, like, running the butcher shop himself, Yeah, I think. and he says, like, they just use it for storage, and he's like... And he's like, "What? do you just want me to clean it? And he's like, no, Ricky, it's yours. And Ricky looks so happy. No, Ricky, uh, you're. I want you to fuck in it. <laughs> I do want to say something really funny to me, which is uh, which is Ricky's like, look, look, Mr. Boykovich, I'm not asking for a handout. And then Leo's like... Here, I'll give you the, the best handout you could ever have. Here's yeah. an entire place to live, rent free. Yeah, rent, like rent you free, asked but he, he is he is going to be paying for the utilities. Yeah, which utilities. is uh, a pretty fucking sweet deal because Leo is that so is nice, amazing. This yeah. was a very kind thing Leo did. Uh, it was. I don't know if Ricky really deserves this. I don't. I don't either. But he, yeah. I mean, he's very happy, and it is good that he has his own place to have. I mean, that's the like, thing though is I think that I think that. I can't support, like, a place to live. I can't support housing just being not used by anyone. So yeah. it's better, it is it is good that he's giving it to someone, you know? And it's and it's like, if, if there's anyone who deserves, or not, well, not deserve, but could use, like, a place that he doesn't have to pay for, a 16-year-old a, a who has a son to take care of, I think, who yeah, works on, for you, might be a decent person. And on top of person. that, I mean, Leo is is rich so it's not like he yeah. needs the rent you know i think a i think nice that gesture Rick, ricky can use do. the money more than leo can so for sure yeah. it's it's good i i really really genuinely enjoy ricky and leo's relationship yeah and ricky, and I genuinely, ricky got really choked up by it he was like yeah. really thankful and it was a, it was a nice moment it was, it was nice. good i think i think uh, i think i'll give that my cool teen moment yeah i think this i think this deserves it more than amy and ashley so ricky then calls adrian and he's like so happy and he's it's like it's fucky time adrian just kidding no, he said, he's like, he's like, I got a place, it's free, it's above the butcher shop, this is great. Uh, and a- Adrian's like, what? And he's like, I'm just gonna, don't come over yet, I'm gonna clean it up and maybe paint. She's like, give really it mad about she it. She hates it! She's so angry! And I then don't she know why. And Adrian's like, now that Ricky has his own place, I'm never gonna see him again. You were the one who told him! Yeah, she says you to her mom, You told him to do like, this! She's like, Mom, you messed up everything. Ricky's never gonna come see me now that he's got a place of his own. This never would have happened if you and Ruben had already bought a house. And then she's like, but I still want you to get the house so I can make sure that Ricky and Amy aren't having sex. She says, I want you to buy George's house because then <laughs> George's at least house I know. still lives in. When Ricky's over her at Amy's, I would know. Her here. I would know what he's doing with her. Like, this the show just completely threw away the Ricky wanting a commitment thing. They have not, they did not talk about it this episode. They didn't even, they didn't even settle on anything when he brought it up. It's so weird. And then she's like, maybe if I call George, because George loves her more than he loves his own kids, as we know. Yeah, Adrian, yeah. Yeah, Adrian. He loves Adrian, and he gets he her a desk. And he's then like, I really, he's like, remember I really when you like... got me a desk? Can you give me your house? And he's like, sure, Adrian. Sure, why not? And then and then uh, Cindy said a good line, which <laughs> she's... She, Adrian's like, well, what if uh, I have reason to believe vasectomy, blah, 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 that uh, George might be moving back in with the family for some reason. I don't know. And, then, and then Cindy's like, <laughs> I don't want to live next to George. That's really good. I mean, yeah. she did have an affair with the guy. I don't think anyone involved in that would want yeah. to live anywhere near each other. Now, this scene, is this the worst scene in the episode? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. So Anne and David... Anne and David are, like, talking about architecture stuff. They're designing a house. It is nice to see Anne having a job and being, like, competent at it. I don't understand how, but it is nice to see. There's no reason that she would be competent at what she's doing, but whatever. But it is good to see that she's, like, actually do has a real, like, well, I don't want to say a real job, but, like, she has a job and she's, like, 
ex- seemingly excelling in her job that she's always wanted. Well, it helps epi- to fuck like the an, boss, but anyway. Since so two episodes before she got it. It helps to fuck the boss, but anyway. It does so help yeah, to they're, fuck the they're boss. like designing a house. David's like this Like a this super guy, green house. This guy, he wants the house to be 100% green. And he said he doesn't, he said, she's like, shouldn't, shouldn't we like consult him about this stuff before we decide like what features to put in the house? And he's like, he, he just wants he, it done. He wanted it, he wanted it left up to us. He wants it done as soon as possible We so that we can start like buying the materials and start building it. And she's like, all right. And then, and then he's like, well, hey, here's an idea. What if we move into the house so that you don't have to live with Amy and John? And he says, "You don't. Those. That's the old model of kids. We're making a new one. You don't need that said, old model." Now he says, "He says it's a. He says it's like it's not. It's not uh, as close to your kids, but it is close to your mom. So he's proposing that they move to Chicago. Yes, or near Chicago. He's proposing that they move to like. At I least think the, the location of the Mimsy is a mystery to all of us because she also like had that guy who's like taking care of her." Maybe that's, she lives in well, state, but like far away. Well, that's her boyfriend. They were on a trip together, but anyway. Okay. Um, so yeah. So George, sorry, Ben tells Amy, by which I mean David tells Anne that like, well, we're, you're pregnant. We're having a kid. You don't have two kids anymore. Amy needs to take care of her own child, and she can, you know, she has one parent. And then, and then uh, Anne is like. I don't think I could do that. And then, and then David looks at her hand and he's like, why did you just wait, put wait, the wait, ring? Before, before that happens, before that happens, because there's a, there's a very important uh, issue here, which is David's like, we're designing this house for this guy. But then after that, he's, he's like, what if you and I move into this house? And she's oh, like, yeah. wait, so, so you're going to try to buy the house from the guy? And he goes, I am the guy. It's so me he, all along. So he made Anne stay like late. She's like, I want to get to I design get back to my house. I want to get back to my daughter and and the baby. And he's like, No, we got to get this done. We got to get this done. He's making her stay late to work on what she thinks is some like super important project that's like got it's a his really fucking summer fast home deadline. It's a house that he's designing for her to move into with him. What a guy! And then yeah, then he starts, he starts stroking her hand, and she yeah, and and he's, he's like, like he says he says I wrote down the line. He says uh. He says, the ring is magic. It'll clear your mind. Yeah. And the Fuck music, you, Ben! The music was, like, super menacing for a second, but then it turned out to be romantic music. No. Okay, I've, I've, I've had the- I've laid this- And then Brenda prop- Vision. And then Brenda Vision. I laid this proposition down on the table, like a, a loaded revolver. Uh, okay. It is, if Anne, for a moment, considers David's offer, she is shooting down- to near the bottom of my least favorite characters. Yeah, because I mean the that thing is, is unacceptable. There's no reason for them to there's get no married. There's no reason for him to move. There's no reason for them to get married. He literally last week told her that that she he thinks she's trying to steal his money and had her investigated. That should be yeah. the end of it right there. Yeah. She should have said, "I don't want to talk to you anymore, you creep. Get the fuck out of here." Yeah. It's disgusting. It is yeah. horrible. Ben is, is awful. David is one of the worst characters on the show. And and remember, remember Mark Molina? Oh, I was actually going to bring that up in this episode. I was talking about this in the Discord. Uh, a lot of characters are going through some, like, real issues. And I was thinking, like, you know Ben's issue? Wouldn't it be and, great like, if there was a counselor? Mark, like, I was thinking about, like, I bet Mark Molina could genuinely help Ben try to talk to Amy. Or, like, yeah. Gr- Grace's grief 
Count, yeah. He could have been a person for like Mark. Yeah. They've never needed Mark more than they need him right now, and I, I'm putting it at like fifty fifty as to whether or not Mark ever appears again. I think because they think did he does. I really feel like he does appear in season. I'm two imagining at some they point. bring him back just long enough to like resolve his storyline. Like, oh, I got a divorce from Victoria. I will say, or, or I like, did. I did learn uh, that he he does get replaced. I think that he does leave in season two. I don't know <sighs> if he appears before that or if they just Mark quietly was, replace him. You know, a wise man once told me, you either leave the show and stay a good character, or stay on the show long enough and become a bad character. So maybe it's for the best. A single delicious counselor once told me, Your father was the greatest man I ever know. Anyway. Uh, so, that was a bad episode. It was I've a, had it issues was with, episode. like, coming out, because every time I watch the episode, I'm like, that was the worst one yet, but... They're all so bad, and it's just, like, recent- it's just the recent ones that hurt the most. I still- I still think that last episode was the worst one so far. I think this- I mean, this one, I genuinely needed to take a lie down in the middle of it. It was so- just deeply, deeply painful. Yeah, the show is not good. It's uh, a bad TV show, I think you'll see, but the shocking scenes are pretty nice. The shocking scenes are really artistic. Anyway, so we have some questions- uh, if you have questions, uh, <laughs> I literally was about to start saying HTTP colon slash slash. Give the Not whole URL. Joke, that was just what was about to happen from my brain. Uh, jergenit.tumblr.com slash ask. You could send them there. Uh, so first question comes from Tumblr user Angel Rats, who says, I absolutely adore this podcast, Sunflower Emoji. Thank you for making it. Thank you so much. Thank you. That is very nice of you to say. I, uh, we really appreciate that. And how big is Ben's dick? Just kidding, they didn't say that. I want to say I jack it! <laughs> Great. I don't know second, who sent that one in. Second second question. Uh, if you could go on and... Uh, uh, the rest of the questions are all anonymous. Uh, I know that two of them are from Chai. At least one of them is from Shell. I don't know whose is whose. But this question says... If you could go on an extended vacation, what would your major be? Oh, did we, did we, me- I don't think we mentioned that, the line, the extended vacation line. That was, that was a thing in the diary. Oh, you're right. That was in the diary. Yeah, yeah. That was from the diary. And it, and I, I didn't react to it in the episode, but I was thinking about it today and I got like angrier than I've ever been. Yeah. Ashley Ashley, to Ashley's college like, yeah, Ashley. as an extended vacation. Fuck you, Ashley. I hate you for saying that. There's literally, that. there's not even any reason for her to think that. They just put that in because it's edgy. Anyway, <sighs> if you could go on an extended vacation, what would your major be? I mean, Jordan's on an extended vacation already. Yeah, micro microbiology, I guess. I actually went on a lot of extended vacations interspersed with shorter vacations for my extended vacation. And I, I just changed my major a whole bunch of times, but uh, computer science, I guess, would be yeah, the Yeah, you, really you really hated vacation time. You are just work, 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 work. I just needed to get away from my vacation. And then finally, <laughs> I committed I committed to a full-time extended vacation for my extended vacation, Thank which you. is where I'm at now. Um, yes. Next question. Uh, now, this I have an issue with, which is uh, the second word of this question, which is Mary fuck kill Ben Ricky Adrian. <laughs> Now these are teenagers. That is true. I guess I I guess I also do by extension have an issue with marrying them. To be honest, <laughs> yes. Now killing no, them is fine. Wait, who is it? Ben, Ricky, Adrian. I mean, okay. you know that we're gonna fuck Ben, but <laughs> I I think what? What we say? Fuck Ben all the time. 
Oh, we do say fuck Ben all the time, and I, but I would, okay, hold on. I would fuck, fuck Ben, he sucks, I want to kill Ben, and Ricky's, uh, Ricky's relationship with my, his son makes me feel very merry. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, pretending that, uh, these teenagers are not teenagers for the sake of this we've question. We've aged them up like the, like Tumblr or the internet. Yeah, or we've, we've gone through the Secret Life Shippuden time skip. So I'm going to say uh, about these three adults that you've given us a fuck, Mary kill for. So David uh, Johnson, George Jurgens, and Cindy. I would kill, kill Ben. <laughs> yeah. Kill Ben, obviously. That's not a question. Yes. I would, I would marry Ricky because he seems like a, he like seems a responsible. Like a, yeah. yeah he, Rent he seems, free at least. You can, Rent you free can living count on is nice. And then I would, I would fuck Adrian because no homo. I mean, I mean, it's 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 like in her job description. She is the second. <laughs> she did go I would, to college I would for marry sex Ricky, ed, but not in a gay way. <laughs> I mean, she's an adult, so she did study sex. She is a PhD in sex ed. That's so, true. So, like, I don't know how to. I don't know. She, I, she's yeah. the only one who knows how to do it anymore. The problem is, she's so smart that she's she's kind of like yeah. Big Bang Theory about it. Yeah. Where if you like having sex, she's like. She just talks know, about how inferior the, women the are all the time. The glands is the most sensitive part of the penis, and what's happening right now is that the blood. Is, she just like is describing it all like anatomically, and she's like, yeah. "Now the vast deferens." And then, and then, and then she just says, "Like, it's just so funny how women aren't good at anything and science, and they're all bad." Yeah. Like, uh, next question. Next Bazinga. question. Uh, imagine Sloat takes place in a parallel universe, exactly like ours, but with one major difference. In this new reality, there was never an Oscar Mayer sausage company, and accordingly, nobody ever invented the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. Assuming that Sausage King, or whatever it's called, replaces Oscar Mayer in this alternate timeline, my question is this. What kind of ridiculous Wienermobile-style I... car does Ben drive to school? Okay, okay, okay. Now, the issue I have an is, answer is that instantly. Ben doesn't no. drive, he has a chauffeur drive it. Yes, but... I have an instant answer to this. Okay. It's it's a car in the shape of sort of a a, a, a pronated... Leo Boykovich, with like a know. giant smile, and like his, and then like his, the horn is like sausage. Do I want to? Do I want to know what pronated means? It's either pro, pronated, prost. Wait, no, sorry, not pronated. Sorry, prostrated. Oh, okay. Yeah, laying so on his like like his stomach down, lying on big his stomach. smile, yeah, yeah. big giant round van in the shape of Leo. He there's also a Leo shaved blimp. I think Leo sort of Donald Trump like sells himself really hard as the brand sort of guy. Now now would this would this Wienermobile I think it would be Leo in in a in like a hot dog a costume. hot dog suit. <laughs> but but he has his arms outstretched like Superman. <laughs> it's every side and street it's light really, that it it's drives really, by. really bad to drive. It's not street legal, but they drive it anyway. It's the slow so version money. of the Arrested of the Development stair car. <laughs> We're back, baby. Dad I, uh, Dad, I really don't want to drive the sausage mobile today. Come on, Ben. We don't have much money anymore. You know we're liquidating. <laughs> That's a good question. Right. I like that one. Uh, next question comes from Anonymous again. Uh which four Sloat characters would you choose to have in your Oregon Trail wagon party and why? Now, I have oh, two. Th- I no. think there's two ways of reading this. One of which is which four characters would you like to have to spend a whole lot of time with? Or, or which, which four characters useful? would you like to die of dysentery? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. The best play- way to play Oregon Trail is to pick the banker because he has the most money. So Leo uh-huh. is yeah. a definite, for sure. Uh-huh. 
beyond that, who has who would Jack is, the Jack is sturdy. Jack is a hardy Jack boy. Is, Jack is like the wagon ox. He can pull that thing if the horses die. Okay. Yeah. But if we bring any women on the trip, he might fuck them and break up. So with no them women. And make no it women. Super. <laughs> no women. That's no what. When we get what? to Oregon, it's a it's a matter of strategy. It's a man's journey. Because if we ha- if we bring any women, they're gonna get pregnant like once a month, and then they're gonna we're gonna have to stop no, them and have a baby. <laughs> I'm not making that observation about women. I'm making that observation about women on this show. Okay, you can uh, only have a female Sloat character for so long before so we she are decides confined to be pregnant. To me- is there anyone we want to take on the trip solely out of the hopes that they will get a snake bite or they'll die of dysentery? <sighs> no, I is think this- we'd rather no. just we'd rather just leave them behind. I think Ricky, I think that's the play Ricky here. would probably be good with the meat, like the jerky and all the like hunting. I think. Yeah, Ricky yeah. We, could be. I think we got Leo, we got Jack, we got Ricky, and then who's our last? Who's our last one? Um, who's Jason? No, no. Is Why there anyone not? good with... Because he's Jason. Why but would you want to bring but he's Jason? On, we know that he's athletic because he was in the locker room. I don't care. It's, that's Which is boring. how locker rooms work, but they only, let, they only let athletic people in locker rooms. Oh, wait. What about Joe? Joe has... No. Joe knows all the shortcuts... Joe knows all the info. He could probably, like, make deals with people. No, that's that's actually true, because when you're, like, in a town or when you're, like, trading with Native Americans or whatever the fuck happens in that game, I don't remember, that game sucks ass, uh, Joe would, <laughs> Joe would like, know, like, all the best places to go yeah. for the best prices on your goods and stuff. And if he died of dysentery, I wouldn't be that sad about it. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's, that's the real Leo, thing. Ricky, like, Joe. That's and, okay. Uh, this is Jack. good because we have two people I wouldn't mind that much if they died, and then I have two people that that I would mind, but they're also very useful to the team. Yeah. I think I final, think Ricky and uh, oh yes, our final question for this week, uh, also from anonymous: Will the girl? Will sorry? Will the number of girls who have sex at Ricky's new apartment be even or odd? <laughs> what a strange question! I don't know what to tell you. Is this a bet? Is this Joe? Are you now, are, I, Joe I, I Hampton? Say, are you betting on our podcast? I think it's very safe to say that Ricky has sex with Adrian in his apartment. For sure, I think that's a and safe bet. I would guess that Ricky has sex with Amy at his apartment too. I I don't I know also that think sure. that that does happen. So the question is, do we think that Ricky does over Sean the course Johnson of the show? I think she might, but. Do we think that Ricky will have sex with anyone besides uh, Adrian or Amy? I think mm. just ba- I'm going to I'm going to make a guess because I I genuinely don't remember. I'm going to guess that the show introduces a new girl that yeah, Ricky does I, have sex with just to just to cause issues. I have been told that there's like quite a few characters we haven't met. I can think of a handful of characters we haven't met. I, I can't recall whether Ricky has sex with any of them, but I I don't think he has sex with Grace with Grace at any point on the show. Uh, I don't hey, think he has sex about with Lauren if, or Madison, which are the only other thought about, characters. Like, I think. What if uh, you know how in the Twilight movies Jacob imprints on Bella's baby? Do you think Ben did that with John? No. Okay. I'm going to say odd. I think it's going to be Adrian, I think it's going to be Amy, and then I think that the show's going to introduce one other girl 
who will serve no purpose on the show except for having sex with Ricky and causing issues. Yeah, I think with I think a, I, I think a girl I think a girl introduced only to have sex with Ricky would be pretty odd. Was hey that... Sam Sam I was I did not intentionally make it I did not intentionally make a I was just saying the joke was that it was odd, but. Fade this episode out with nine in the afternoon. <laughs> Not so fast, Jordan, because it's me, Sam, editing this episode and realizing that we didn't do any of our usual episode ending stuff. So, twitter.com slash jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com, patreon.com slash jurgenit. Uh, and now that I'm recording this, I can retroactively say that in the past, like, 20 minutes or so, we've got a new $5 subscriber. So, shout out to our $5 subscribers, Stephanie and Alexander. You're the best. God bless. Thank you for your support. And I will kill for you. And I will die for you. And also, uh, twitter.com slash posistress is me. And twitter.com slash Rex is Jordan, who just messaged me on Facebook. And now the uh, vibrating noise is in the episode. There's nothing I can do about it. Uh, let's, let's, let's see what, let's see what Jordan said to me. Oh, <laughs> Jordan. I, I messaged Jordan. I looked it up, and there literally is something called the Dead Parents Club later in the show. And he said, dude, shut up. Why? So, for anyone wondering uh, what we talk about when we're not recording this, there you go. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Were you really Were you really just... That's the worst joke I've ever heard. Wait, what? What, what was just, the joke there? The joke was that, that you said, is it even or odd? And I was saying yeah. that it would be and pretty then you said odd. It would, be, it would be pretty odd. No, that's the odd. worst. That is, yeah, I think that's the worst joke that's ever been on this podcast. Take it away, Brendan. Also, thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Brendan. I mean, Brenda. <laughs> oh, yeah, hell yeah. Thanks, Brendan. Thanks for all the good music you write. Bring back Dallin. <laughs> so good just the way that we do when it's not in the afternoon brighter vision american teenager is